This is a Dece World production in association with Pants Pending Studios. Malam Keen, everyone. This is Dece, host of The Social Hour. Oh, that? That's just me playing the piano. I'm pretty good, aren't I? You know what else I'm good at? Making people laugh and talking to people, but more importantly, making you think sometimes. So tune into The Social Hour every Tuesday and Thursday at DeeceComedy.com and hear me talk to people like Libertarian presidential candidate Joe Jorgensen, comedian Steve Hofstetter, creator of The Savage Dragon and co-founder of Image Comics, Eric Larson, and the guy who owns the weed shop on the corner by my house. <laughs> We've got range, just like my abilities on this piano. Listen to me mix it up here. We'll just let that play. I'll see you this week on The Social Hour. Huge. They sturgeon are like archaic. They're prehistoric. They're like shoe. Uh, they're like uh, what are those? Those shoehorn crabs or something like that. Yeah, that are like deep, 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 deep down in the river. Yeah. And every time I fall off the tube, I think I'm gonna get. They live in the ocean too. They live in the San Francisco <laughs> Bay. Really? Yeah. Sturgeon are. They're huge. They get to like Giant. twenty feet long. Some of them. Yeah. I really do think that every time I fall off the tube. Did you know yeah. they have a hundred year old sturgeon at that? Uh, Bonneville Fish yeah. Hatchery. Hatchery? Where's, the, where's that. that? It is on your way to Oregon. Actually, when you guys go to... Um, th- where's that? Where's the waterfall? Palouse. Yes. No, no. Not Palouse. No. Whatever. Multnomah. Multnomah. Thank you. It's... Well, I shouldn't say close to that. But How it's, far time distance? Uh, Far. I'd have to... I don't remember. 45 minutes? No, like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Way off. That's you know Tri Cities? Yeah, it's eight <laughs> hours away from there. It's eight yeah. hours away from there. Okay, now just drive due east till you hit Poughkeepsie. <laughs> Poughkeepsie? Poughkeepsie. What? Poughkeepsie. I can never pronounce that damn word. <laughs> <laughs> of Keen, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is Some Imperfections. I'm Deese. I'm Abby. I'm Sierra. And we're talking about uh, sturgeon today and fish and they how most of the fish in the Puget Sound actually are on antidepressants. So we're going to try to cure them. Uh, a lot of them do cocaine, too, apparently. But I think that's why that's why all the straws are in the ocean. Um, and it's because of our narcotics that we flush down the toilet, yeah. <laughs> that they're high. Yeah. Well, a lot of them, yeah, we just apparently because we take so many and then we pee. And right. Then just, we, the exactly. pee just goes right out there and those fish are all on drugs now just molasses mal- <laughs> lazy lazy uh mellow uh melancholy fish those <laughs> poor sad fish yeah they well, really need some xanax yeah now now they're just kind of you know they don't feel bad they just don't feel at all 
Uh, it's yeah. Do they say fish don't feel pain anyway? So I don't know why those fuckers need those goddamn uh, things in the first place. Yeah, maybe that's why the orcas aren't breeding. They are, they, you know, your uh, your sex drive goes down when you're on antidepressants. Well, so maybe that's why the orcas aren't breeding in the Puget Sound. Maybe, and maybe why they don't come up as far north as much as they used to, right? Yeah. Or don't they no not gas left in the tank? Something. Hey, they make a pill for that. If it's they not have, coming up uh, north as far as you want it to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, pee, pee that out into the ocean too. Here's some for your blowhole shampoo. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. It's been so long. <laughs> we apparently have a lot to get off our chest. It's all these. An- uh, it's it's all these uh, natural antioxidants that really crank me up. In your kombucha. In my whatever this is, aronia. That's a fake thing. <laughs> I'm drinking a fake drink, Star Trek drink, future stuff. No, you're not. We need a what? we need a Jamie to tell us if Ugh. things are true or not. I don't, I don't know if Aronia Berry is true. It's not. <laughs> Who's Jamie? Uh, are we talking? About <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Jamie, 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 pull kick. it up. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like the Amazon thing. That, you know, that you Alexa? talk to Alexa. Oh. Yeah, Jamie, yeah. It was like, yeah. am I missing Jamie? out on something? That's Jamie, funny, tell yeah, me the weather. My name is my name's is Consuela. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Just yell at her in foreign <clears throat> languages. Yes, we need Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I have Google. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Put your fingers to the test. Aronia Berry. Hmm. So we don't think it's a real thing? Why not? No, he doesn't think it's Cho- a real thing. Choke berries. Aronia berries. Okay. Is Aronia berry Aronia? Choke berries are cultivated as, uh, is a deciduous. It's a shrub? <laughs> I'm drinking shrubs? <laughs> Uh, oh, they got little berries. Those look like the things that are poisonous. Can I see? Hey, it might be. Those little black berries that drink on, like, bushes. You know, it's like a rhubarb leaf. It's Right? <laughs> it's, yeah. You can't eat it, but you can have uh, the stalk. They, it can be eaten raw off the bush, but are more frequently oh. processed. Where are these? Uh, Makes me uh, think of Into the Wild. Like, I'd eat it and die. Where do you find In these? In a bus Tons by themselves. Uh, where are Aronia berries? How You know, there's too many berries. Speaking of drinks... <laughs> We're all over the place, guys. Damn! I just took a huge jug and I'm joking uh, wait, on the amazing are... carbonation of my approach drink. Uh, if you still have not heard that we're sponsored by, <clears throat> and I'm drinking the watermelon today, and I yeah. love it. I'm addicted, mm-hmm. truly addicted. Me too. Yep. Oh, that's why these berries suck. They're from <laughs> Canada. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> hey, Canada's closed off right now. We just have to have pity for them. Goddamn socialist berries. <laughs> <laughs> they're for everyone, but they kind of suck. Uh, actually, some are in America. They're in Arkansas, Alabama, Georgia, so also sucks. Uh, <laughs> some places. <laughs> they don't matter. Well, those are three states. If we lost them, we'd be like, no, eh. no, no, no. Georgia's beautiful. Georgia's beautiful. Okay. Georgia, Georgia has some redeeming factors. Uh, Not minus, Atlanta, minus the racism. Yeah. Well, Al- I'm saying nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alabama and Arkansas. We're talking I'm about good. berries. Be- yeah, erronea berries. More like erroneous berries. False information. <laughs> I don't believe you, Wikipedia. Um, <clears throat> erroneous. No. Ero, yes, berries. Erroneous, yeah. Erroneous, no. <laughs> oh, God. There's But there's black, purple, <laughs> Red. There's all sorts of colors. Why do you think they're just making up berries? Nah. How I didn't. They, 
This is not a flavor. This is they must be terrible. No, you don't use this in anything else. No I've one's never. like, have you ever had the Aronia berry flavored Jolly Rancher? No. 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 Never Aronia even heard of this. Scented deodorant. <clears throat> yeah. Or it's not a toothpaste <laughs> flavor or gum. Well, does your drink smell good? Uh, it doesn't even taste very good to be honest with you. Does it smell like vinegar? <laughs> it smells, actually, it smells okay. It tastes pretty bad. Uh, you. Ugh. I told you it wasn't going to be good. It's okay. It's got. And I, Abby's yeah. drinking water. No. Nah. Abby's drinking water. <laughs> I'm drinking. Um, I mean, I don't know. What are you drinking? Oh. He, here's. Here's why I'm drinking this, because drinking something so bad makes you more appreciate how great an approach CBD water is. Oh, slips that right in. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Snaps for approach. We love you guys. Yeah. Big snaps. Uh, We love them. Yeah, you're drinking the watermelon, you said, Yeah, and I really, I like all of them. I do. I heard that they have a new flavor coming. You do? No, I can't wait. I can't wait. I know. It's supposed to be. Is it aronia berry? Cherry lime. Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah. I love those combos. I know, especially in the summertime. Mm. Yeah, like it's like a sonic freeze. Mm -hmm. Oh. Cherry lime, baby. I can't wait to get that perfect picture with my my sup, my SUP sitting on my stand up paddleboard. You're looking at me like, what the fuck is that? I did not know what you thought you were doing. Sip and sup. Just yeah. do, listen to some sip and my sup. God sip damn, on guys. Sup. We're rusty. <laughs> we're coming back. I we're feel sick. fine. I don't know we're about you guys. Okay, okay. I'm doing great. Uh, I'm, a, I'm at a 10 right now. I can tell, you guys. <laughs> Both are. God damn. Okay. Maybe it's because I'm not drinking what you're drinking. I'm you're drinking just drinking water. water. You want to share? You want to share? I can give Do you, you some. Want, yeah, you want some aronia berry? I'm okay. Have some <laughs> of this. You. Try it. It is uh, aronia berry with blackberry. Here's how you know aronia berry sucks, is that they have to complement it with blackberry and raspberry. <laughs> like they just, it can't stand on its own two Aww. feet. It's a, it's a, it's a fruitless berry. No pun intended. <laughs> you can, if it was good, you just have aronia berry, not black blackberry and raspberry. They're to prop it up. It's Poor. like when you put lime with a with a with a Corona, because Corona sucks. Poor Barry. I don't have any opinions on the Corona thing. Do you want to try an Aronia? Sure. Aronia Berry just sounds like the hipster of all the other berries. Yeah, I hate the it. The hipster. <laughs> what are you drinking? Aronia Berry. Ever heard of it? It's like Wolfberry. Yeah. Ningxia. Wolfberry slaps though. It does. <laughs> I know. I, I shouldn't even have said that because it doesn't even compare. We need to get Dee some zing. I liked it. You liked it? Do you want it? I would like to... (laughs) We were talking about what we're sipping on. How about a segment called What We Don't Want to Sip On Anymore? Maybe the things we just don't (laughs) like to drink. Yes. We're (laughs) no longer (laughs) sipping on. Sip does not allow these drinks (laughs) in the studio. Yeah, this this one is banned. No made-up berries. No, if you're a berry in Canada, you're out. Or if you are recommended to me by the girl who works at Starbucks off of Wellesley oh, yeah. <laughs> and wherever we were, yeah, I don't want anything you ever have recommend to give me. No, mm. yeah. a matcha pineapple ginger hot latte. What? <clears throat> yeah, that she sounds gave that like to me with coconut milk. I think pure was like, sugar. Yeah, it was like an episode Super of Impractical sweet. Jokers. They're like whispering, her, "Okay, now tell her to put pineapple." In <laughs> okay, now tell her coconut <laughs> milk. The last yeah, you bought coconut milk in that, right? 
I guess so. <laughs> sure. And I didn't know what to say. Oh. It was bad. The last time I said, whatever you recommend, I got this like sweet mint drink and it was disgusting. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dee doesn't do mint drinks either. I don't like, I don't like minty drinks. Yeah. I'm not no. a, f- usually, I mean, I do like mint tea, but when it comes <laughs> yeah. to like an ice. mint drinks. Yeah, well, I love the, is it cucumber mint? That's my fave. Yeah, and it doesn't taste minty at all to me, at all. I taste yeah. more cucumber than I do mint. Cucumber is an interesting one, too. And I feel like cucumber is like, it's like the herpes of the vegetable world. What? Yeah, because as soon as you get it in your mouth, it's the only thing you taste. It's, the, it's just there forever now. Oh, my I gosh. Think yeah. what is happening here is we have very different uh, const- Ayurvedic constitutions. Yes. I think that <laughs> our these- taste buds. So thrives in the hot, spicy Caliente, world. I like to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want cool, cooling foods. Cumber, mm-hmm. mint, cilantro. That well, kind of, that's where I live. I like, I like it all. Yeah. So. You're omnivore. Yeah. Absolutely. Just take it all. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, I just... I don't mind mint. I just don't love minty drink, minty drinks and spicy drinks. I like mint food and I like spicy food. I just want. I feel like a mint or spicy drink is not uh, quenching, and I want mm. my I want my drinks to have like to be quenching. <laughs> yeah, mint makes me feel like I'm like a like a southern plantation owner too when I'm drinking mint. I'm like you know they have like a mint julep. I should have like I should be dressed like the colonel from KFC. Oh my goodness. You know? Jesus. It just doesn't feel it's right. It's pretty old school, a mint julep. Yeah. You went there. Yeah. Yep. They're gross. I mean, yeah, to not, me. Not great. I'm not a Mm-mm. fan. So. Huh. But it was for a purpose. They were made to cleanse your palate. It was meant to right. go to the next entree. It does do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Not mm-hmm. into it. Mm. Huh. Hmm. All right. Hey. How are you guys doing? Yeah. yeah. It's Other been a couple weeks. Drinks. Yeah, it's been a minute. How are you, Sierra? I'm good. I am good. That's all. That <laughs> I mean, that it's been a long couple weeks, I feel like, yeah. you know, getting out of the shop. And yeah. uh, Tave and I are packing up campy and heading north mm-hmm. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is where you were living when we were very first on social hour yes mm-hmm. oh, oh my yeah. goodness oh, yeah. come full okay. circle wow ba- okay <clears throat> and this time last year we were just coming back from california we were actually at the top of oregon on our way into Mo- uh, washington because the borders were technically quote uh, closing yeah i was worried and we were rushing to hurry up and get into washington because yeah. we were like well what if they don't let us through and yeah. then we were like well how does that even happen because there's so many but wait- we, yeah, yeah. no one knew what was happening that was <clears throat> no. a wild it was pretty trippy, especially when you're like, we did not go into any big cities. Mm-hmm. So everything we were hearing just felt so like yeah. through the grapevine, like, yeah. okay, yeah. is this really a pandemic? Yeah. Like, are we having a plague that is sweeping Gosh, the country and killing us? Paralyzed right. with fear when that first started. And it was uh, like everything that I was hearing, I mean, or reading, I should say, even like on Yahoo's news and stuff like that was so different from like when i called my dad and he was like i'm fine we're good yeah like take your time just watching jeopardy <clears throat> yeah basically exactly <laughs> nailed that and then we had our friends call and was just like you better hurry up you better get into washington or you're gonna get stuck in the middle of the desert and we were yeah. just like uh what do we do it was i was uh talking to a guy the other day for a show and we were discussing the the pandemic and stuff and it's just like 
I almost I almost hate calling it a pandemic anymore. I just want to call it like planned. Yeah, the yeah. the uh, uh, you know that time we all took a year off. Mm-hmm. It's like our it's like a. You know, it was like the year in between. Yeah, Yeah. it was like that year in between (laughs) high school and college. You take off to go find yourself in Europe. (laughs) Basically, you know, you take you take ecstasy. You explore yourself sexually. Um, You do some different stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. you make a couple friends. You know, you find some things you You love in life. Yeah, you learn part of a new language, Um, and then then you're back to normal life, like nothing happened. Uh, just being an ugly American. And it really, like the whole being trapped in another, like that, the information they were putting out there was so crazy and ridiculous. Oh, it was. And like, you know, I mean, how do you, like you said, there's so many ways into in from Washington to Oregon. How do you even <coughs> enforce, where are they going to have like state patrol at every, it's like, it was so wild. It was so ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know? It was. And everyone was so worried. And then, you know, like nine people. Died. I think everyone's yeah, everyone's <laughs> worry is what worried me. Yeah. I, it like I guess me when I started too. to understand the severity of what like COVID was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it was just like, okay, so H one N one didn't happen. Right. And why is everyone freaking out? Like yeah. that was the first thing I went to because I didn't know why anybody else wasn't going that way, like thinking those things. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I bought into it a little at first, where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this could be like, we almost had no a choice. The thing, like, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of, this is what it is. You're like, I guess that's what it is. I don't really know any different. And then as soon as things aren't panning out the way they said, they get the problem with America is we don't want the, you know, uh, we don't want the information right. We do want the information right now Mm -hmm. so we just get information right now before we have facts and then we that's it in dry and cement forever and we never like change our opinion Mm -hmm. and move on to with new information as new information comes in we're like that but Mm -hmm. but wait i'm american (laughs) i already got my information i don't take in more information Mm -hmm. and facts and change my opinion ever Mm -hmm. um and that's so we just stuck with that ridiculous stuff and yeah yeah, and boy, are we going to talk about how our nation's values have wounded us as a culture. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're in for a treat today. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, Abby? I'm good. I'm good, good. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to be wrapping up the shop and focusing on retreat. this retreat. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Have we talked about that? We've mentioned it. Okay. Didn't we bring we it up? We should mention it again. Yeah, Let's we have official it. dates. We're booked. We're halfway booked already. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Our early bird special, by the time you are hearing this, has already ended. But there are extended payment plan options that are available now. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it's May 13th through the 16th, and it is in Rockaway Beach. To the Rockaway. It's going to be so bomb. Private access mm-hmm. to the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four mm-hmm. days of goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're interested, you can just hit us up. Check out our website. There's more information there. But it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. <laughs> and we got four spots, five se- five spots left? Six, Six. Spots left. Sorry. Yes. Get them while they're hot. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, life's good, dude. And you sold campy. Sold campy. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels good. And I just feel like I've been like, doing things for me like taking my time and working through the way it should be yeah and it feels really good yeah today i had a really 
not stressful, a really frustrating experience getting my oil changed. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, we can be so mad about this for the rest of the day. Or we can see this as an opportunity to be grateful that my car is ready to go to Montana on Wednesday. So oil's mm-hmm. changed. I did an adult thing. My oil cap is replaced. And this is great. This is something to celebrate. And immediately, once I figured, like, oh, I don't have to be super mad, I was, like, super happy. <laughs> so that was great. It's, been, it's a great day, guys. <laughs> it's great a great day, day to be alive. Yeah. Your oil changed. <laughs> How are you, these? Uh, Good. Good. It's been a busy couple weeks. I uh, Things are opening back up, so I've been working on live events and it's been there's been obstacles to figure out how to do live events with covid restrictions and make them profitable and been a lot of logistics stuff and then working on a little tour a little mini tour in april with uh, my buddy michael glatzmeyer is coming back nearly famous comedy is gonna be back on the road in a town near you soon fun um, so yeah i'm looking forward to that we used to tour together a lot i mean i have done we have done we counted it up one time before we moved like a year ago and we've done i mean probably 200 shows together i bet mm. like it's How cool. ridiculous so we're looking forward to that coming back together and doing uh, a couple probably probably be about oh, about a little over two weeks worth of shows mm-hmm. we're gonna hopefully string together so that's amazing. Yeah. And um, yeah, so stuff's coming back. It's nice. Just been busy working on that. Um, getting this uh, writing project I'm doing going. Yeah, mm-hmm. tell us more. Uh, Please. Just working on a comic book with an artist, trying to get that going. Ooh. I'm. Uh, <laughs> That's going to be so good. So, and yeah, I'm kind of realizing where that might be able to go, not just with the one I'm working on, but some other ones uh, with some mm-hmm. other artists and some ideas that. Uh, um, I want to work on, I had, I was working on a short film thing, which may still happen, but I'm thinking about transitioning that to comic book format also, or, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be both. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, just a bunch of different stuff. Uh, some good links and connections have happened recently and just kind of building mm-hmm. that. So some great stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait. So yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. It's good stuff. Um, doesn't pay the bills at all. It will. But, uh, it will pay <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. We'll. Uh, mm-hmm. We're working on it, so that's mm-hmm. what that's what counts. Awesome. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Well, good. Mm. I know. So proud of you. Yeah. Thanks. Call my mom and tell her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into wounded? Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna get right into it. Yeah, I, I softballed it up there for yeah, you. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, today we are so excited to be talking about the divine masculine and feminine, and what that looks like wounded, and what that looks like healed. So, if anything resonates with you, uh, it might give you a little bit of direction of where to focus your energy on. Yeah. Um, it's something that's, like, helped me so freaking much. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just reflect on my own life and where these wounds kind of keep me from. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I don't know. My yeah. full potential. So totally. I'm excited to talk about this. Me too. And I love that we are kind of switching it up yeah. and picking a topic that we know we feel good about mm-hmm. and can serve 
so many people so many people that can answer a lot of questions and a lot of things that we still have sitting in the queue mm-hmm. um but maybe a perspective that can feel it from all different angles <clears throat> there is chunks in the bottom of this road is there? <laughs> like you want to know yeah. <laughs> uh, that uh it's fermented now. It's your Aronia no in there. Arono. Arona no <laughs> at the bottom. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's the rhubarb leaves. You yeah, shouldn't have drank tell, that. Thank God, finally. Um thank you. The uh <laughs> Oh god, that's not actually just water. No. <laughs> By the way, if you guys it's are just interested straight in vodka. All, no, it isn't. Oh, God, it what is. are you drinking, moon hooch out there? Goddamn, fucking <laughs> getting drunk. Living fucking. Vitality Drops, they're bomb, bomb, bomb electrolytes. Mm-hmm. The new ones are so good. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. So, no, I'm really glad <laughs> that we've chosen to mix it up every now and then. Yeah. So, we will be bringing in some topics that we just feel really heavy or feel really just resonating with us at that time. And so, can you, guys, if you have submitted a topic already, I guarantee you today's episode will illuminate some things specifically big. on what you sent in. Like mm-hmm. this is something mm-hmm. I feel is universal and can get to mm-hmm. like the core of some shit really quite quickly. And make it simple. Yeah. It will help make things so much easier for you to understand mm-hmm. and help guide you through what your challenge is right now because yeah it doesn't have to be so complicated Mm -hmm. and some of these things that we're going to talk about are going to simplify and maybe get rid of a lot of the things that you're maybe are becoming a really huge challenge for you Mm -hmm. you know yeah thoughts over there yes always lots Uh, okay so why don't we start with (laughs) (laughs) what these two things are yeah um the masculine when you hear us refer to the masculine and feminine all we're referring to are energies that reside within all of us Mm -hmm. there's this polarity happening um and it can like i like to think of it in terms of uh yogic perspective but you can follow this through so many different ancient cultures and studies um there are three main energy channels in the body two of them the ida and the pingala are largely masculine and feminine and they intertwine and so when i'm referring to this it's not like boys and girls Mm -hmm. men and women um it's really this like energy that has either been nurtured or neglected Mm -hmm. within us um and we'll identify kind of some of the traits around each of these to illuminate whether or not they are wounded or healed mm-hmm. within you. You can um, decide for yourself. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? And how to decipher mm-hmm. when one is wounded yeah. or not or when one is... Or out of balance. S- totally. Sacrificing something. Uh, yeah. Because feminine is the emotion. It is the, mm-hmm. the, bu- the, the flow. Mm-hmm. And the masculine is the the analytics and the stability the yeah the not necessarily right and wrong but yeah stability and your standing decision and stuff mm-hmm. like how you choose and maybe are feeling forced i think it's comes the from yeah the, ch- the choosing the feminine like yeah the discerning part exactly mm-hmm. 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 yeah so when we start to understand that one could be neglected 
one energy could be neglected more than the other, then we can understand, okay, is my choice coming from a place of wounded masculine yeah. or, or is this person in my life have wounded, wounded and projecting that onto me? Exactly. And my wounded feminine is cowering down. Totally. <laughs> And yeah. yeah, and instead of it being this like argument between two people, it can be like, why is this, why, where is this coming from? What is this triggering? Yeah. yeah. And why is this triggering me in this way? Because mm-hmm. the argument can, you know, we always say that there's like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Mm-hmm. That's like, okay, it's been five years. I can't take it anymore. And he got upset with me about leaving the dishes in the sink and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. it has nothing to do with the dishes. No. Yeah. And probably nothing to do with him. No. Nope. Yeah. Just slobbering over <laughs> here. <laughs> Um, yeah. So let's expand on that. Yeah. The divine feminine, which we talk about all in our, all weekend at our retreat, mm-hmm. so if you're interested, come to it, mm-hmm. is largely your intuition, your knowing, your discernment mm-hmm. in its healed form. Like this is. Talking where, to a healthy. Yeah. Healthy feminine. Where you feminine. just know. And there's no real, uh, like logic behind you're knowing like there's mm-hmm. no like path of oh a plus a plus b equals c like mm-hmm. there's no path to follow other than the little voice in your head that is telling you no that's wrong or yes that's right mm-hmm. and it's kind of mystical like i can't explain how many times i've experienced that in my life i know yours is the same and yours mm-hmm. is probably the same too like these things that happen and you're just like i knew that. and you're listening right now going yes it happens all the time. Uh Like I, I, so many situations you've put yourself in and you're thinking, I knew before it happened and I knew that I shouldn't have done it. Or I knew that I should have listened. Mm -hmm. That's, that's that voice. And that is the feminine's power. Like that is what you want to foster and like nurture, like no other. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) by nature, and I don't want this to get like misconstrued, but the feminine really, really desires to be led by the masculine big time because it needs that protection mm-hmm. to discern mm-hmm. like it needs space around her to be able to like figure out what listen to be able to listen like mm-hmm. no noise i want to listen and i want to know that i'm safe to to be le- yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i feel that our culture in general <laughs> i mean it's obvious to see the feminine has been wounded but mm-hmm. so has the masculine mm-hmm. like the masculine has been told they're innately bad or wrong or mm-hmm too much of something or too little of another or too too to many expectations on exactly them. yeah my so, point is they put them in a box yeah and now it's like okay we have all of these people with all of these wounds and we're all acting from spaces of fear or anger whatever mm-hmm. so there's no real like i'm sure me just saying the feminine wants to be led by the masculine triggers mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. i would have been one of them mm-hmm. like no we don't totally <laughs> someone who's large like <clears throat> Any feminist is going to be listening and being like, hold up. And it's not a gender thing. This isn't a, you better pay attention to your man (laughs) or like your dad. That's not what this is. This is an energy thing. This is a true, deep, intuitive thing Mm -hmm. that we all carry man and woman. Yeah. And when we really can learn to decipher and discernment in those Mm -hmm. two energies. And let them fill their role. Yeah. To allow them to accept them. Mm as a healthy version of them, uh, you can choose better and be wiser and follow up and yeah. all the things. And so on the same note, the yeah. masculine wants to lead. 
Yeah. The masculine feels good and safe in that role. Mm-hmm. Strong and stable in that role. Mm-hmm. A healthy masculine. And an unhealthy masculine feels like instead of leading, they need to control. Yep. And there needs to be like this sense of control that they have over everything. And that can turn abusive. Yep. That's where there's symptoms of that, which cause narcissism, mm-hmm. a, any kind of abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to yourself also. Yep. Like I'm so guilty of that, of like Absolutely. needing to complete X, Y, Z to feel worthy, worthy or some sense of purpose because the masculine also wants to feel purposeful, which mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. So when we have mascul- this like masculine energy in not even just within yourself, in our collective Mm -hmm. that is unhealthy and wants to be controlling and a unhealthy feminine who wants to be led by this unhealthy masculine Mm -hmm. like some toes are gonna get stepped on and it's the feminine is going to feel betrayed Mm -hmm. and so i feel like collectively we can agree that's kind of what's happened absolutely and that's caused so many relationships where i think we've touched on like trauma bonding and how much it can affect not even like our intimate relationships, but yeah. even just, I mean, any relationship. Any. And Coach, teacher, parent. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> what are you thinking over there? <laughs> uh, I still have chunks of aronia berry okay. in my mouth. Uh, <clears throat> um. This is why I don't have relationships with anyone. Uh, this is oh <laughs> uh, no, but that's <laughs> uh, no, no. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's well, it, it's a difficult conversation. I feel like because, uh, like you said, first of all, you start gendering anything, people start to prickle, which is which is odd because you're just talking about energy and side of you call it you know frank and frank too if you want it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. um the idea the the, what you're what you're looking at is what these two sides serve and how they work separately and together and how to make them work for you and uh with other people well and you just nailed it the prickling okay maybe that's something that needs to be looked at. Yeah. Why is it making you prickle? <laughs> you know, like it has nothing to do. They're just words. Yeah. So how, why and where are these emotions aroused from, you know? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. in that, that's, that's a great point. Yeah. Cause I mean, there's as a comedian, mm-hmm. uh, there is a lot of, uh, censorship, a lot of, you know, that idea to cancel or tell people they can't say certain things. And, you know, it's, Words are just just that words. I mean, there was I, you know, we all grew up with that saying, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but Mm -hmm. words will never hurt me. Like, but, you know, but now all of a sudden these words can be such a a painful thing. And why? You know, why are you letting these uh, these words to me? It's always been the context. It's what are you saying? It's Mm -hmm. what is what do you mean? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, because like if you know, you can replace a uh, sort of racial slur with the term, uh, you know, Steve's in your group of friends. Now that means mm-hmm. w- yeah, to your friends, the totally. intent, you know, that context is that. That's what that means now. And, you mm-hmm. know, so the words shouldn't really bother you. It's about what, mm-hmm. you know, what they're doing for you. Mm-hmm. 
and how you feel about them. Yeah, totally. And there's some validity there because a lot of um, groups of people have been, these words have been used against them in Mm -hmm. harmful ways. So yeah, yeah. Straight that, white like, men. When are you gonna need a fair shake in America? <laughs> I know. I feel you, brother. I feel you. One day, <clears throat> Lord willing. But I think that just, uh, like, affirms what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Like the intentions, even ill-intended words. Mm-hmm. Why? is the group that's using them feel the need to use them. Yeah. Let's look at that. Mm-hmm. Probably because they feel a lack of control or a lack of purpose or a lack of self-confidence that they are attacking another group. Mm-hmm. And people. they were ru- raised by very wounded people mm-hmm. <laughs> that obviously also instilled certain beliefs and thoughts mm-hmm. into their mind. So oh. so that is a... A little side note. That's why this work is so important, guys. It is, because it is so much more than the surface. It's so much more than the argument. It's so much more than the person who's saying it. Mm-hmm. I mean, hurting people do hurt people. And yeah. there's a reason that they're hurting. And when we understand how and where and why we're even uncovering what these wounds are, mm-hmm. it really creates a space for us to learn how to receive compassion, mm-hmm. how to give love how to show up without being offended, yeah. how to feel without being resentful. Yeah. I mean, so much. Oh, and so much within these two, like, energies. That yeah. The feminine feels betrayed by the masculine. Mm-hmm. The masculine feels shamed by the feminine. Mm-hmm. Like, no party is winning here. And look but at the parallel of that. Yeah. with our humanity today exactly. with, with humanity today exactly so let's just like call out the elephant in the room mm-hmm. in our culture the masculine tends to overwork in order to compensate for their inner or lack of worth mm-hmm. what they feel is their yep. inner worth and the feminine that is wanting to be led by the masculine feels betrayed because for the same things they're doing, they mm-hmm. are not receiving. Yes. And our innate, our nature, like we fight that. We are battling that so much that that's why these wounds are. Totally. I mean, look at the shame we put on like young kid, young boys, not allowed to cry or like all of these mm-hmm. shameful things for feeling and how mm-hmm. any sign of feminine nature is bad, should be avoided. Yep. You're weak. Yeah. I mean, the. Yeah. I mean, and so I've seen, I am, I have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, I operate largely in my feminine mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but growing up, that was not the safe place for no. me. My safe place where I earned attention, mm-hmm. worth, any kind of feeling of success was mm-hmm. in the masculine, mm-hmm. in the doing, competing. Absolutely. Like, to- yeah. Overworking. Y- Mm-hmm. You just made me think like I remember thinking how I was laughed at when I would live in my feminine yeah. that like I showed up. So I was able to like prove to myself that I was accepted by showing up better in my masculine. Yeah. And then look at what that did, like how oh. that affects how we look at our body, mm-hmm. how, who we are showing up in relationships, mm-hmm. um, I, everything. In 
sports sports <laughs> yes yeah, in school yeah. yeah it is i think that's indicative of kind of the idea of you know america where it's like you have it's there's not time to slow down it's mm-hmm. you know we have to work we have to do more you know yeah. sleeping Ugh. very little is a a, a badge sacrifice, of honor sacrifice, sacrifice. you know and um having interpersonal relationships is or the stigma on mental health of that type of stuff is just so yeah uh, our culture has huge been a huge proponent of that yep thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so it makes it difficult to you know, culturally, we've we've buried that to a point of, you know, in, in in decades of this kind of false American dream we sold people to, mm-hmm. which really took people out of the, you know, as America grew to, uh, not to get all you know sociological, uh, anthropological get, about get stuff, yeah. but like. <laughs> As America grew, you know, we we became and got bigger. We actually became more fragmented because, you know, when you lived in, you know, small towns or take it back to even tribes Mm -hmm. as humans were meant to. I mean, because where they say humans really you are only meant to be able to know about like 120 people, you know, Mm -hmm. like and like you after that, it's just it's just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like too much. It's overload. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, we are trying to know everyone. You can literally know everyone because everyone has the Internet. Thank you, Elon yeah. Musk. Mm-hmm. Um, and the you know, you can know everyone and there's too much. And overstimulated. You're, yeah, you're over Very. you're overstimulated uh, and you, you don't have these interpersonal relationships anymore. And, you know, it used to be the, you know, when you were growing up, you would help your mom and you help your dad on the farm and you had neighbors who helped you and you helped and you knew each other. And there was like this connectivity of uh, assisting and, you know, being, you know, uh, and it it was just easier to, I guess, get in touch with those parts of you because you were more connected to you and the people around you meant more to you, you Mm -hmm. know, when you you were service. And you are, yeah, I mean, when you know your town, ta- your, your, the three other farms around you, you guys are all pretty fucking close because you don't, you need each other. Yeah. You do. You know, yeah. but when you know a bazillion people, you only have so much to give and you start, it, it starts to fragment and it starts, oh, the percentages go, Burnout get smaller. Yeah. yeah. And then you start having people in your life that you use, like, how can they Absolutely. help me? Yeah. Because I'm like drowning in this. Yeah. And so, then, yeah, yeah. It, well, and then you're not taking care of yourself no. and then you can't, and then even more so that extrapolates it even more. So you can't be of service to anyone else in any way. Yeah. Dang. That just like blew up big in my head right there. <laughs> Picturing that. Cause yeah, like imagine the evolution of these farmers quite literally, you know, half a dozen dozen people that they know that they help and they have their little commune of helping one another and surviving and thriving with one another yeah. And then all of a sudden some new people come into town and everyone wants to get to know them because there's some rich folk from New York or yeah. whatever. And then soon enough, more rich folk come and everyone wants to know them because it becomes this like popular thing or whatever label they want to put on it. And then it does become a, I can't help you anymore because yeah. I don't have time. And now it's filled with this. Cause I now work for like, it just evolved. The evolution of time of time is so different and what we do in that time. Yeah. Well, it extrapolated very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I look back, I mean, even where where I'm from in, in South L.A., like they we all everyone in our neighborhood had a different fruit tree in their yard. 
Mm -hmm. um, and they like when my dad was a kid, you know, and even when I was like super young still, but people would like trade fruit with other people in the neighborhood. That was a thing. Like we all have something different mm -hmm. and we just, I give you some of my peaches, you give me some of your avocados, you give me some of your plums and we all, none of us have to buy produce now. Mm -hmm. And that was just kind of this thing that happened you know and that was a that was in south la you know when my dad was a kid yeah like now in south la neighbors are only trying to stab each other or keep each other from breaking into each other's houses it's like you know we and it's it's grown to a point where nobody knows their neighbors and there's so many people so it happens the the expansion happens so quickly that there's no way humans were even able to had an opportunity to keep up with that the evolution of society, you know, we can't we can't evolve that way mentally in a generation. You need mm -hmm. yeah. you need many generations to evolve yeah. to even that a percentage of that, let alone in a single generation. Mm -hmm. So, well, so yeah, what a mentor of mine has always said might not be our fault, but it is our problem now. Mm -hmm. And we are here to deal with it. Yeah, to serve. That sucks. That. I mm hmm hate that that's our reality if i'm mm -hmm. honest mm -hmm. like i don't want to be a part of it <laughs> no and we can only do we can only show mm -hmm. them change we can't do the change and be no. the change for everyone but we can certainly i mean that really puts in perspective how much it's changed just us showing up as human mm -hmm. like who are we as humans now mm -hmm. are we just productive are we just achievers are we just providers yeah, what are we tying our worth to are we really servant nature anymore mm -hmm. or are we showing up kind of i don't know it just it really puts it in perspective how much the evolution has changed yeah, yeah. the human nature and no more you know f deciphering between between feminine and masculine it's mm -hmm. just okay what can i do to be better have more whatever and you know yeah i mean and that just to me shows like all I see is a largely wounded masculine that yeah. is keeping the feminine wounded. Yeah, but just quiet. Like, mm -hmm. if we if we go back to this theory that the feminine wants to be led by the masculine, she's going to be, mm -hmm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so, if the masculine is, what's the word? I'm not betraying, like uh, silencing the feminine mm -hmm. and not listening to into it and knowing mm -hmm. uh she's not even gonna trust it now. no because then now look at what we're missing we're not only discernment totally we have none none at all because we don't have we don't have the masculine showing up to lead us mm -hmm. because we don't get to show up as our best truest self if we're not mm -hmm. we don't get to show up in the light of what feminine is There's no trust there no inner trust or external trust in a relationship because like your discernment isn't being allowed to show in your feminine mm -mm. because mm -hmm. you're not listening to it. You're staying too long just to be led. You're ditching your discernment mm -hmm. off to the side so you can be led, which is not the more important mm -hmm. feature of the two. I think th maybe this is a concise way to say this. The important, the, you can't really properly lead. And that doesn't even mean lead others, even lead yourself without being in tune with your own 
intuition and what in those that that feminine side yes. because they they are hand in hand because because oh. you because love it you you're not you're you're just you're you're leading with with only like you're just a hammer and everything's a nail at that point mm-hmm. there's no nuance there's no viewing things uh with any no uh flow. No, no flow no softness no understanding uh the differences and, and really uh observing and like you said discerning uh, the difference is when, you know, uh, in simple terms to when to pounce or when to relax, totally. you're, you're not letting yourself look at that. You're just looking at go, 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 because mm-hmm. all I know is to, yeah. to, 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 it's like leading, but you don't have a goal. Yeah. Well, that's just it. You're not, you can't be one without the other no. yeah, because right. then there's no, you're, I mean, gosh, you're just going to take your hard ass work and to the grave. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You need both. <clears throat> like there. I'm not trying to paint a picture that the masculine is inherently bad. We need yes. the stability and the structure and the honesty. It's arguably better. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Of course <laughs> you'd say that. <laughs> like, you can have a healthy-ass masculine. It's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg. If you didn't yeah. have feminine, mm-hmm. then the production, like, the evolution of producing something... Um, of importance? Of very deep importance. Profound importance would be obsolete. Exactly. Literally, the masculine would be spinning like a fucking hamster. Mm-hmm. Doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over and over. Never, ever evolving into anything great, greater. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, oh, yeah, ahead, no. Sorry. Yeah. yeah Yeah. it is they're one and the same like you said you know and then you can have just the intuitive side but if you don't know how to lead you you don't you don't know how to go find that thing you may have you know have this this these feelings of something of what how what you want to do but you don't know how to do it Mm -hmm. or like how to find it or how Mm -hmm. to get to it so it's it's getting in tune with both of those sides and finding that balance because the feminine will do it no matter what Mm -hmm. like the feminine will do it no matter what. The masculine side is going to have a really hard time being fed to continue doing it. Yeah, justify with, this. Yes. Give me a logical reason why. Exactly. And if we shift to the feminine and look at the wounded feminine, it's not, one, not being able to discern because we already, we, we threw that away. Like, mm-hmm. we betrayed that part of ourselves. But two, like, you become insecure. Shamed. shamed so shameful and feel guilty. Comparing. Yeah. Like, your nature to everybody else's and mm-hmm. and it's only because you no longer have your discernment like you no have longer have the thing most your most powerful asset mm-hmm. like the yeah. th- that you can be the most reliant Ugh. on that just makes me think so sad like it makes you feel so sad that how much insecurity that creates so much so then here we have people who aren't able to f- fulfill or fill in their like life with what they were created for because they're so insecure but they, yeah. about this dream that they're like, uh, I don't know mm-hmm. because I'm not being led. Mm-hmm. and Or I am, but by someone who's very wounded. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, not properly. Not, I mean, not not, I, I, you know, just because you're taking somewhere, someone somewhere doesn't mean you're leading them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yes. that, that I, I th- you know, leading and taking someone somewhere to different yeah right when we think of like destination no yeah a wounded masculine wants to lead so badly Mm -hmm. and wants no input from the feminine Mm -mm. so i'm sure you all listening can think about a time 
that you've witnessed this. Yeah. A healthy masculine is so confident in his ability and trusting of the feminine mm-hmm. that there is true leadership. Mm-hmm. That creates like just the... It's m- not a control. Yeah. A, not a follow me. Right. A real partnership. Yeah. Almost like a, a pairing. And of, this can be internal within yourself. Exactly. Yeah. This can be very much. You're listening. This could be about you. The battles in your mind. The battles mm-hmm. that you have that you write in your journal <laughs> every day or it can literally be with your partner it can be with your best friend it can be with your parent it can be with your mm-hmm. children yeah. like any of these scenarios you can put in a story right yeah. now I guarantee it and you could look at your children even the perfect scenario you could say okay this happens with my kids da 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 this is why and I know it and now it like brings to light oh my gosh yeah how you can show differently and shift and shift mm-hmm. yeah especially if you're operating from a wounded place and if christine hassler has an amazing podcast on this with aubrey marcus mm-hmm. and her husband mm-hmm. and aubrey's wife so if you're wanting more information about that mm-hmm. they are an awesome resource but she says something she's like the reason our culture largely operates in the masculine is because we have created a, a scenario where leading from your feminine is a demotion feels mm-hmm. like a demotion mm-hmm. feels less powerful right the weak an, a wounded masculine framework is what created that that is not truth right that why did that happen like where did that come from and it's because of just that mm-hmm. it's like the polar opposite of that actually the, re- the providing work and money mm-hmm. doing the doing and receiving mm-hmm. of the masculine that equated at some point to worth. There was like a shift of like, okay, they are the most important part of this piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feminine is no longer the most powerful. Because look at what this productivity did. It brought us in all of this new, like all this money and these mm-hmm. big, great buildings what and all we these. we have valued yeah. or made valuable. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think that's a product again of our, of American society. Mm-hmm. Western society probably is, you know, very guilty of that there's mm-hmm. definitely societies out there that, that don't totally um you know don't have that issue so even when much. we say like wounded i don't want you to necessarily think like well nothing happened to me totally uh, by default if you're born in this country something there's been some yeah. or some scenario it's not even necessarily that someone has to do something bad no, to you right. cultural yeah so don't it's not wounded. like trying to put something in like oh yeah that time when my dad spanked me and i was 10 no, yeah. <laughs> like this isn't that kind of hurt mm-hmm. that kind of wound mm-hmm. you know this is much deeper yes mm-hmm. yeah and i mean for some of you it's a 10 for some of you it might be a two it doesn't mean there's not room to look at it and see where there's potential for uh, growth and improvement on that and if this is the first time you've ever even heard any of this like no shame in you like recognizing like oh my gosh i've been doing this thing Uh or i've been living in this Uh and just the awareness is the start yeah but if you're a dude don't cry don't come on come on pussy pussy no uh, we encourage tears. Crying is so good (laughs) for you. Mm -hmm. It is so good for you. I mean, it's almost better for your body than an orgasm. Cry. Dude, for real. I do cry every time I cry. Cry, bitch. Cry. Do it right now. Every single time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Oh, well, let's talk about not that necessarily. (laughs) But when think of 
okay, in relationship, specifically intimate relationship, this can create living or acting from a wounded place can create a lack of polarity. Mm. So if you're feeling that, like, look at... That's a great... Where you're operating from. Are you trying to butt heads with the masculine energy, the other masculine energy in the household because you're trying to prove Mm -hmm. your worth? Mm -hmm. Or are you both insecure in your feminine and not willing to express any emotion Mm -hmm. that you can't receive? Exactly. Yeah. So not only is this, and I won't even say balance because I don't feel like it doesn't have to be a 50-50. No, yeah, at no. all. Because it's different in timing, in, in the scenario, in the predicament, in the yeah. everything, in the choice. It's different. Yeah, and it can shift from day to day. <clears throat> yeah. Like, and I can vouch for that in my personal experience. But if you are, like, experiencing, uh, yeah, a lack of attraction or polarity in your relationship, mm-hmm. maybe look at these overarching uh, themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it can have, you can have to do a lot with inter, yeah, interpersonal relationships and, and, and those effects in, like, say, a romantic relationship may not, e- you know, the problems you're having in that relationship may not even be a causation of something in that current relationship. Mm-hmm. It could mm-hmm. be from prior the prior damage and hurt that you haven't healed. Um, and that and carrying that over to, to current is very, I mean, it's you're you're just you're harming someone else who's like collateral damage at that point and you know it's uh, what's that i would say it's inevitable that that's gonna happen well it it is i mean there's gonna be some of that always but that's what what i'm saying is striving to work on yourself always can mitigate that Mm -hmm. and you know also can help you understand that quickly that's happening you're gonna you're gonna understand what it is that's happening faster than someone who's not aware of it at all um yeah that's always gonna happen certainly um you know but but understanding and being aware of it helps to mitigate that yeah and And, yeah no i was gonna say that i think that's actually the most important part Mm -hmm. the fact that these things are going to happen that these scenarios are going to come up that you're going to fall ill or pray to a scenario that you're like, fuck, I landed here again. Yeah. And it's because of this old thing. Like the awareness is the important part oh my and knowing that that's where you change. So yeah. Pair that with some self-compassion. Yeah. yeah. You got it, baby. Yeah. Well, the years ago, I used to the show where we kind of, we would do some advice stuff too. And this was a long time ago. And we, the people would ask questions about like parenting mm-hmm. and, you know, concerns about this with their infant and their kid and da da da. And I'd be like, you're going to be fine. And like, how, why do you say that? I go, cause you're asking the question mm-hmm. of you're worried. Mm-hmm. You, you're aware, you're cognizant, you know, mm-hmm. some, there's some parent out there fucking smoking camel wides and putting them out on their kid's arm and while, you know, just eating Cheetos all day. Like they don't care. They're not the thought of whether they're a bad parent or not. hasn't even come up. Mm-hmm. Like if you're thinking about it, you're already a better parent. So like if you are aware in thinking about at least improving these things and being aware of that these things exist and that they're out there and you need to uh just kind of always um just kind of keep an eye out and you know if you feel off balance figure out why and that so if you're aware of that you're going to be better correcting them and then eventually 
not not happening as often or being able to correct it faster yeah. and making those transitions. Yeah, totally. And having a partner who understands that is also extremely beneficial. Very. Um, yeah, especially if the betrayal is happening internally, which a lot of the times it is. It is. Mm-hmm. So to feel safe externally in a partnership, uh, especially if you have a wounded feminine, well, no, if you have a suppressed feminine, wounded masculine, that is not making it safe mm-hmm. for you, making you reliant on old patterns, mm-hmm. behaviors, uh, etc. And having a partner, a healthy masculine to offset that is quite life-changing. And if you're still confused by all of this, like, well, what's what and what's coming from what, yeah. pay attention to what those habits are or like the things that keep coming up and what they are. Is it is it about productivity and making sure that you get everything done on your to-do list? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that you can determine what you think you're struggling with Mm -hmm. if you start paying attention and journal Mm -hmm. journal 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 (laughs) that um you'll start seeing a rhythm yeah of where it might be coming from for you to really start to understand and ask those questions Mm -hmm. i mean obviously you can always reach out to us to help you find and uncover those things or you can use that feminine dog (laughs) (laughs) your intuition knows it knows already but if you really are struggling Mm -hmm. like really are looking at this black and white and this just looks so foreign yeah i mean it's really simple to start with just asking why does this keep happening why do i keep having these difficult conversations or this feeling or this feeling feeling yeah Mm mm-hmm and then you can see where it's really coming from. And then you can even see if it's even coming from you. Yeah. Or how you're expressing it that keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Figure out the common denominator. Yeah. You know, take the time mm-hmm. to, you know, we've said it before on this show, but take the time now to make the rest of your life better. Like, there's more life ahead of you than it will take for you to fix whatever's going on no matter how old you are because time is not linear and it is now doesn't matter your age what you've done it doesn't matter yeah right unless you're never mind (laughs) (laughs) no we'll tell you now it's gonna keep coming up like i seriously (laughs) what like me personally i'm like oh yeah i've done the work like i've i'm good nah Mm -hmm. It Shit always still comes always. up. Always. And I'm st- I, more than ever, am having to rely on the same thing that I teach. Like, this keeps happening. And for the first time in my life, I mm-hmm. feel like really, like I'm experiencing profound results from doing so. All the time. Internally. Abby and I, <laughs> we talk. Things come up all the time. Like, I don't care if you call yourself a guru or a shaman or a priest pope i go with pope or i actually pope. officially have a pope i paid 25 dollars online oh my god well. i almost went with doctor of space and time i decided on pope anyway especially pope then <laughs> that this will like we're human mm-hmm. we can't dehumanize yeah. this structure that's mm-hmm. happening around us no. so no matter what you're certified or not certified in yeah this can happen to all of us it does and i feel like the more it does i get like I don't get stoked when it's happening because the feeling sucks when it's uh-huh. brought up again. But I do feel way closer to the source oh, big of time. that pain. Big and like time. way more equipped to really heal it, like really nurture myself 
Mm-hmm. And we really get to be, really be the change when we start to recognize that in people around oh, us. Dude, yeah, I change. Feel, I like, feel. It. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the part that matters. Mm-hmm. Like we are a servant nature. Mm-hmm. We are not just here for ourselves. And if maybe you need that as like some ammunition <laughs> to maybe start clearing some things in your life. Mm-hmm because you want to help your best friend or your grandmother or whatever with any of their ancestral shit, Mm -hmm. do it for them and you'll get fixed along the way (laughs) or not fixed. You will get aware. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. Just fixed is not the word I was going to say. Just that internal healing that everyone needs a little Mm -hmm. bit. So, yeah. Oh, it's guys. God damn, it's so beautiful. But when you, yeah, when you know the difference, when you can decipher and discern. Oh, and your discernment will get fast. And clearer. So much clearer, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Very concrete. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful to feel it and to know, too. It's so empowering. I mean. It is the most empowering thing, I think. It is. I've ever experienced. It is. Like being able to just say, I know, mm-hmm. and then it be turn out to be true. Yep. I have no idea how. And then it just loosens that grip, that white knuckle grip <sighs> that you have on everything in your life right now. Yeah. Everything that you are struggling with, your bills, your kids, your friends, your, your boyfriend, shop, your, downtown. your shop <laughs> downtown in Spokane, Washington. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just makes everything easier. Everything <laughs> just kind of runs smoother. It's just like a well-lubricated car, you know? Like, yeah. a, you know, you get, it just may, if, if it's taken mm-hmm. care of in maintenance, it just runs smoother. And that's the and work, that, work. Needs, yeah, that needs to be paid attention to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know. So the sleep is important, guys. Sleep is important. You don't have to check all the boxes. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Mondays are not supposed to be your busiest day. Where did that ever come? Sundays are my busiest Sunday. day. <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> they are. Sundays are my restore days. I water the plants. I get the diffusers going. Mm. And I'm out of your way. <laughs> <laughs> she can have her day. You do that feminine thing. Oh and I'll go do that. Uh, I'll be downstairs working for you. Yeah. <laughs> Just leading and all. No big deal. Hey, I will say, though, like. You would leave and all the plants would die. You okay? We're gonna get. We're gonna get. It's yeah. like, yep. Gusho. They would. They would get gusho. So I'm gonna get gusho. Uh, your stability in this, guys. Deep and I are dating. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't already figured it out, guys, <laughs> I am the third wheel here. <laughs> I show up to their house but and record this with them. <laughs> yes, your masculine has made me feel so so safe to actually express what is happening mm. and like how I'm feeling in not real time, so not real time yet, but close to real time. Like sometimes you know, when I make you, yeah, exactly. it's so important. <laughs> the fact that you're even saying this right now is so great <laughs> for the audience to hear. <laughs> I mean, it has changed my life and I don't just like, I'm not saying that lightly. It's just showing uh, that you're really walking what you talk. That's what I'm trying to point oh. out. Like that's important guys. It is. It gives good. It shows integrity, integrity, and it shows. Well, it feels great. It does. It I'm does. just. I feel good, <laughs> hearing you say it. Aw, well, thanks. <laughs> I feel good saying it, but I feel even better experiencing it. So yeah, thank you. 
Thank you. We'll edit this out in post. Um, the <laughs> oh uh, thing I just, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, all that safety just went straight out the window. Yep. Bye. <laughs> just kidding. We're going to go work on that. I... Sierra, you can leave. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you too, and you definitely uh, help With make plants. it easy. And the plants. Okay. Because they would be dead without you. I know. Of course, you brought them, so. I'm keeping your little cactus going. That's true. Although you got rid of its buddy, it's a die. And I'm replanting. Yeah, that died. Let's. Yeah, I wanted them to be in there with him so he knew. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, Peace Lily is getting replanted in this <gasps> super cute planter. Oh. Uh, handcrafted in Mexico that I bought. This yeah, my cousin made it. Thanks, Pedro. <laughs> it's super cute, though. Cute. Yeah, so that's what I do on Sundays, along with healing my <laughs> my wounded masculine. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's great, guys. Anything so else? Good. You guys got anything else? I mean, we can paint so many pictures in this. Mm-hmm. So I really hope that if you're listening, that we are here. Mm-hmm. And we love, love talking about it so much that we created a retreat for it that yeah. we still have six spots for. So yeah. by the time you hear this, it is still going and yeah let us know if you want more more of this yeah get your spots for the retreat mm-hmm. you can uh, reach us on facebook backslash some.imperfections or instagram at some.imperfections message us or you can message sierra and abby directly at i am alliance dot me but check out our uh questions suggestions page the links are on our facebook and Mm -hmm. instagram so message us your suggestions your topics what you want us to talk about or questions you may have and we can answer them directly you can be as uh, specific or as anonymous as you'd like to be Mm -hmm. send us some questions on this i want to do part two yeah i do too yeah i feel like we could go so much more yeah yeah absolutely if you guys have questions about any topics we do or anything we say in a show definitely send us a follow-up and we'd be happy to address it more in in later shows and uh yeah let you know Def. so Def. anything else i think that's it guys thanks I'm good yeah oh mm. good i think we're good so. yeah um all right guys well uh go to iamalliance.me or dscomedy.com uh check out everything going on the retreat uh there's some comedy events coming up all yeah. kinds of stuff uh yeah. if you're with in the northwest uh where this show is recorded uh if not uh fucking buy a ticket southwest cheap Dude, it's yeah. so cheap and we're yeah. making uh so transportation cheap. from the airport to our retreat house so yes nothing so. to worry about there nope yeah it's called your Uber app, sucka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Anything else tonight? Good. I'm We're good. 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 All right. Uh, well, for some information, I've been Dees. I'm Abby. I'm Sierra. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.